the just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Cause it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome. Here we go. It's that time again. Matt Connerton Unleashed, and we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. And a little cold, but uh, glorious. And of course, on Comcast 97, if you're in Manchester. Hello to all of our friends listening online from across the nation and around the globe. And of course, you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com. For all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, today is a Tuesday, January 11, 2022. And yes, we are also back on Facebook. Uh, for those of you, <clears throat> for those of you who only consume the show uh, through Facebook, you might have thought that there was no show yesterday, but I can assure you that we were on the air and streaming. But we were not on the Facebook. And it is still not entirely clear to me why. All I know is <laughs> I have been uh, blocked from, I can do everything else. Well, there's two things I can't do on Facebook currently. Two things. I can do everything else. I can post on my personal account and and on you know the various pages that we admin. I can post. I can share. I can do all that. Two things I can't do. I cannot stream live, and I cannot invite people to like the pages that we admin, like the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. And we have several other pages that Jenny and I admin as well that we use for the show and for other things, other promotional things. Uh, can't, uh, I can't invite people to like pages, and I cannot live stream. So, But uh, as you can see, I am live streaming and uh, because it's pretty simple to... Uh, create an alt account, uh, as they call it, and, uh, you know, and then add Matt Connerton Unleashed, uh, you know, to the alt account, and boom, voila, I'm back to streaming. I have heard for a couple of years now people say that 
Facebook makes it much more difficult than it used to be to create alt accounts. But I have to tell you, I found it quite simple. And what is the name on my alt account? Hmm, not going to tell you that. Why? So I can spy on all of you. <laughs> actually, it's kind of hard to spy on people on Facebook unless you actually friend them. But uh, I don't plan to do that. I'm kidding. I'm just using it uh, as a little workaround so I can get back on the Facebook with the show. No, it was actually very easy. I, I hadn't created an alt account in many years, but I, I kept hearing people say, oh, it's, it's, they've made it kind of difficult. But for whatever reason, maybe I just got lucky. But uh, it was pretty simple. I did it right through the app on my phone. So here I am. So, uh, by the way, if you are someone who only consumes the show via Facebook and you missed yesterday's show, of course, there is an archive of the audio up at uh, uh, mattconnerton.com as well as, obviously, wmnhradio.org. Now, I am noticing something new, though. Interestingly enough, on my screen here, there's um, I've never seen this uh, before today, but... Uh, Right at the bottom of where the chat room is, there's a, a, a link that says community standards. So I think it's trying to encourage me to click that link to see what the community standards are. I still don't know what the problem is. Now, yesterday we did mention uh, our friend Philip D. Blockman uh, from, uh, not Blockman, Blackman. <laughs> Oh, switch accounts. See, it's actually very easy. I can go back and forth on my phone very easily. I don't know why everyone says it's uh, so hard now. Anyway, our friend Philip D. Blackman from the Philip D. Blackman show. I'm sorry I said Blackman. Uh, been a little distracted uh, if you're listening, Philip. But, uh, you know, he had a similar issue on the same day, by the way, January 8th, which is when it shows my blocking began of, of these specific functions, uh, he had a similar issue where he was not able to stream live from his account, uh, also stemming from some sort of violation that it was showing was on January 8th. Uh, but it wasn't showing uh, what the violation was apparently until today. So if you follow him on Facebook, you might have seen that he shared out today what the violation was. But he was in the same boat as me. He could do other things. You know, he could use Messenger and post and share, but he couldn't stream live. You know, and he does a show Monday, Wednesday, and Friday night every week. And um, But he has an alt account, so he was able to get around it. So it's very easy to do. Uh, but he his already existed. I created a new one. But... Uh, but he was in a similar situation where he didn't know what was going on, and then they finally told him. But for some reason, there was this lag time between when the suspension occurred, which is 30 days, same as mine, so I've got 26 days left. Uh, you know, again, it, it doesn't matter. It was easy to find a way around it. But, um, but then they finally told him what it was. But I'm still stuck in that limbo of I don't know why I'm having this problem. And when I go to Facebook and I look up, you know, and I go to support and I look up, you know, violations, you know, and there's some on there, there's things from, you know, over the years that uh, have come up where, you know, somebody reported something or whatever. Um, but uh, there isn't one for January 8th listed there. And yet when they told me, every time they tell me I can't uh, stream live, they say it's uh it was beginning January 8th. So I'm still in the dark. I don't know what the problem is. And that makes it so 
it's impossible to contest it, to appeal it, to give my side of whatever the problem is, assuming that it's a matter of someone actually reporting something that they, that they didn't like. That might not be that at all. It might just be a glitch. I don't know. But uh, who knows? Mike Palapita in the chat says, uh, the, the community standards link, I clicked on it and it asks for your social security number. Ooh, maybe that's all I have to do and then I can uh, uh, get all my functions back on my regular account. Anyway, so I don't know. I don't know. It's very strange. Very strange. But hey, what do you want for free? It doesn't cost anything, the Facebook. But if I'd known it was going to be easy to, that easy to set up the alt account and just do it that way, I would have done it yesterday uh, before the show. But I, I wasn't expecting it to be as easy as it was. Like I said here, everyone say, oh, it's so hard now to do. But I know there's people who have like a million alt accounts. Like our friend, uh, forgive me, I'm, I'm kind of uh, breaking the fourth wall a bit. But our friend Chris James, uh, our uh, favorite uh, com uh, comedian from Canada, or at least he is now. Now he's our favorite anyway because uh, Norm Macdonald passed away. He was my favorite uh, Canadian comedian before. But uh, no, but we love, I'm kidding, uh, sort of. I, I do miss Norm, but uh, Norm Macdonald. But no, we love Chris, but I know that uh, part of how he does what he does is he's got like a, a bunch of alt accounts. <laughs> so, so when he shows up in our Facebook live chat, uh, you know, I, I never, uh, in real time, I never say, oh, I think that's Chris. I just, you know, I, I play along. You know, you got to go with the bit. Don't work against the bit. You always go with the bit. And I like the bit. It usually, uh, usually the payoff is pretty good. So, uh, but I know that's, that's part of how, because I've gotten messages from him <laughs> where it's like this name I, I don't recognize. And it even sounds like it could be made up and, uh, you know, and I, I but it's obvious that it's him. So I don't know. Anyway, so that's the scoop. We are back on the Facebook. But one other thing about that. Thank you to our friend Gonzo yesterday. Uh, Gonzo and Kyle Clayton, uh, what they were doing was they, they kind of had our backs. They were uh, actually streaming the audio of the show. Uh, they did a live stream on Gonzo's uh, Facebook page. They were streaming the audio of my show and they were kind of, there was a little bit of uh, running commentary on their end, too. You know, they would chime in on things. Uh, but uh, I appreciate that. So so the show did end up streaming on Facebook yesterday, just not uh, as it would normally. But uh, I appreciate uh, Gonzo very much. And Kyle Clayton, of course, too, from The Morning Show for helping us out with that. Very, very kind. Uh, before we go any further, too, I want to remind you all, we are proudly sponsored by The Hopknot in the Brady Sullivan right across the street. The Hopknot on Elm. And I saw something um, they had posted. Will it come right up? Oh, no. Which account am I on? See, that makes it. So that's the thing. If I'm on my regular account, it's quicker to search things that I go to on a consistent basis. Um, Internet's running slow today here. I think it's frozen. It's so cold out. Um, yeah, a couple pictures of uh, there's some. There's some really cool. It, it looks really nice over there. Uh, they're closed today, by the way. Monday and Tuesday is their weekend. But uh, this is what it says. What do you do when you and your neighbors at uh, A, A, E, is it A and E Coffeehouse uh, both want window art? You call at Hyena Bones and, as her, and ask her if she can do one big one for you both. A huge, huge, huge thank you to Casey for making this coming winter scene on both our windows Come by and snap a pic with Miss 
Miss Herna? Snow Miss Oh oh he must snow globin snow globin. I get it. Uh our fierce snow queen. <laughs> it looks really cool over there, so. And the food ain't bad either. No, we we love the Hopknot, our amazing sponsor. Great food, great service, wonderful family. And the uh, delicious gourmet pretzels are amazing, as well as the array, the assortment of uh, craft beers. Uh, so we recommend it very much. Of course, they have Trivia Night every Thursday night, hosted by the great Bill Cini. They have live music Friday nights. Uh, they have Sunday brunch. They've got another Gender Blender event coming up. We love the Hopknot on Elm. Uh, please visit them and uh, enjoy some delicious food and beverage. And if you would like to join us on the show today, the number is 603-250-6007, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, yes, you can interact and opine in the Facebook Live chat. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. I'll remind you, too, it is Tuesday. So coming up in the second hour today, we will be joined by Mike Sutterth for his weekly Tweakonomics segment. So we look forward to that. By the way, I hope everyone's keeping warm. It is very, very cold here, although... As cold as it can get here, we don't have a lot of extreme weather in New Hampshire. I mean, you know, it's uh, it's not like out in the Midwest. You know, I have family in the Midwest. Well, we have listeners in the Midwest, of course, and sometimes they get that Arctic blast, that polar vortex where it'll be like 30 below zero before the wind chill. You know, we're having that now, an Arctic blast, but we don't get them the way the Midwest does. Ours, it, it gets like down to zero, but we're not dealing with, you know, it might feel like it's 20 below with the wind chill, but in the Midwest, sometimes in the winter, they get those where, you know, it'll be 20 below before the wind chill. With the wind chill, it's like 100 below zero or something. That's a terrible exaggeration. Forgive me. But uh, let's say hello to everybody in the Facebook live chat. Uh, Mike Pelopita joins us in the chat. Mike, of course, from one of our great sponsors here at WMNH 95.3, Queen City Cabinetry. In the historic Sunbeam Mall, hello. Melanie La Liberty joins us and says, Hello, chat room friends. I missed you so much. Uh, we miss you, Melanie. Of course, uh, she is from the great state of Vermont. Uh, Eric Pilcher joins us from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Eric, of course, uh, part of Matt Connerton Unleashed every Friday. We enjoy his classic film review. Uh, last Friday, he reviewed Hearts of Darkness, the uh, documentary about the making of the film Apocalypse Now. And this week, Eric is reviewing the film Apocalypse Now. So uh, always uh, enjoy that. Very popular segment here. Uh, oh, Melanie says, Hey, uh, I so want you to do a movie review on Animal House Now. And Eric says, That's awesome. It is on the docket. Very good. Uh, Eric says, January is planned out. And we have some great films planned for Black History Month. Very good. Awesome. Look forward to that. Nemi Jones joins us in the chat. And Nemi says, glad to see the lights back on, Matt. I trust you'll give us the latest props to Gonzo uh, for his MVP yesterday. Yep, Gonzo was a big help with uh, making sure we were streaming on Facebook. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Eric says, I have a list of films that have been requested and that I want to cover, and Animal House is one of them. Next week, one of the most requested films is reviewed, The Big Lebowski. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That makes sense. 
Uh, and I, da- I dare say, Eric, I think, uh, I think when you do that review, the review will tie the whole show together. You, you get it? That's because, you know, the rug ties the whole room together. So, uh, that wasn't very good. I apologize. Hi, welcome to Matt Connors and Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt, Ronnie. Just, hey, Ron. uh, two seconds. Yes. Did you know that uh, Flounder from Animal House passed away last year? Uh, I think we, for some reason, I think that came up on the show. Yes. I think you had brought that okay, up. Okay, well, that was my oh. that was my contribution towards your uh, review of Animal House. Well, I appreciate that, Ron, and I appreciate you. <laughs> All you, right, man, you, thanks a lot. All right, my friend. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's our friend Ron. We love Ron. Hope you're keeping warm, warm Ron. Uh, Rocky Uber says, don't forget Lord of the Flies. Uh, Jenny is in the chat and says, uh, ooh, goody, I will have a white Russian ready, LOL. Another, uh, of course, uh, Big Lebowski reference. That is a great movie. Although not everyone likes it. Not everyone. You know, it, it does uh, appeal to a certain sensibility in terms of one's sense of humor. Uh, let's see. Wayne Noel from the great state of Michigan joins us in the Facebook live chat. Hello, Wayne. Also, Scott Robinson joins us. Uh, Scott says, good afternoon, my fellow Connor tonight's. Yes. Good afternoon to you, Scott. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Melanie is asking, is my alt account, is it Matt McMack or McMatt? Matt McMatt. No. <laughs> Uh, but I wish I'd thought of that actually and uh, taken inspiration from you, Melanie. Not that, you know, you're suggesting you, uh, you, you yourself, whatever, uh, uh, give yourself an Irish last name on the Facebook. No, I, uh, that would be appropriate McMatt because I am Irish or maybe, Oh, McMatt, you'll be very Irish. I will give you this hint. My alt account, the first name is Matt. I did use the same first name. And I'll give you an additional hint. I don't think anyone listening will get it. But the last name, the last name on my alt account is kind of cheesy. And it's, I decided to go with my stage name in a band I used to play in. It's a band I played in where I did not use my real name. I used a stage name. So we'll see if, the, if anyone gets it, but I don't think anyone will. That was a long time ago. Melanie says, oh, I know, Matt Trump. No, 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 no. Uh, I wish I'd thought of that too, though. I could have uh, I could have taken a profile, like I could have, you know, put on some, uh, you know, some of that tanner, that tanner stuff, make myself nice and orange, and then taking a photo, use that for a profile pic. Um, let's see. Mike says it's his name spelled backwards. Nope, nope. John Midas Manning, DJ Midas says Mesmerizer. Nope, nope. Matt Mesmerizer, that would have been something. But no, no. Um, let's see. I just want to make sure we don't miss anybody in here. We we have a lot to, uh, there's so much to discuss today. Uh, Eric Pilcher says, COVID conspiracy from the Hulkster? Oh, no. This is something that will probably disappoint me. Uh, Hulk Hogan, this is from WrestlingInc.com, a website that I do visit occasionally. Hulk Hogan facing backlash for COVID-19 
for COVID-19 vaccine comment about celebrities? Oh, boy. We'll come back to that. Um, Crystal in the chat room says, I still have four violations, referring to Facebook, from 2020 for posting articles about Italy going into lockdown at the start of the pandemic. Italy did go into lockdown, as did most of the world, but heaven forbid Facebook take it off my violations list. Yeah, it's frustrating. It's like I said yesterday, you know, I got dinged by YouTube for posting a clip. It was the day we had that epic argument here. Uh, uh, John Hopwood was here, and Tony D was on the phone, and I think there was one other person, too, involved. And we had this big argument, not about vaccines. Everyone involved in the discussion was pro-vaccine. But, um, you know, John does kind of uh, defend, likes to defend the the vaccine hesitant, whereas I tend to be kind of tough on those folks. And that's kind of where the the argument stemmed. But I got dinged uh, for uh, YouTube. They call it medical misinformation. So I think one of the YouTube bots, because, you know, there's not real people reviewing these, obviously. I think one of the bots picked up something in our conversation and attributed something to John Hopwood as being anti-vax, even though he's not anti-vax and he is fully vaccinated and does encourage others to be so. But, um, you know, and then, of course, I appeal it. And my hope was I understand a bot is what dings you initially. But I was hopeful that when I appeal it, maybe the appeal goes to an actual human who then reviews the content. But no, I know it. it's just another bot. It had to be because they didn't accept the appeal. Anyone listening to that would clearly hear that there was no anti-vax going on there. I understand, you know, if, uh, <laughs> you know, if, if you put anti-vax content on YouTube, they will, um, they will take it down. They might suspend you. They might suspend you permanently. But there was nothing anti-vax in the discussion we were having. But close enough, I guess. And they still that that's the thing. That's why this all gets very tricky, you know. And and I'll I, you know I defend. I mean, I'm not someone who who gets excited about deplatforming people necessarily. But but uh, but I also defend that. Um, Jeff Nyan thinks he knows. Um, But I always defend, I always say, you know, these companies, they are private companies. And they have every right to make whatever rules they want to. And they have every right to reject any content that they don't want and any people, any content creators that they don't want if they want to go that far. Um, but, um, But it does get frustrating when it's like, you know, nothing I did broke the rules. But I'm still being treated as though I broke the rules. <laughs> you know, that is frustrating. That is frustrating. So I, I I understand, you know, on the one hand, I do defend these companies in that they have the right. It's the right of free association. They have the right to make their own rules. They're not public utilities. Some people think they should be made into that. I personally do not agree with that. But, you know, but I will defend their right to make their own rules. But at the same time, you know, uh, does it go too far? Well, clearly it does. <laughs> you know, and and Facebook is is notorious for uh, for dinging people and suspending people and restricting what they can do for you know, like like uh, the, the example that Crystal just gave us, and and it happens. It it's happened to everybody at least once. You know, you post something and 
something uh, gets taken the wrong way by the bots or by another user on Facebook and uh, they're reporting you and, you know, it, 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 does, uh, it does all go too far. Oh, we have all kinds of guesses uh, so far in the chat room. We'll see if any of them are right. Uh, Paul C. joins us in the Facebook live chat, says, Greetings, big fan. Paul C., of course, from Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul C. Uh, I'm one of Paul's co-hosts on that program every Friday night beginning at 7.30 right here from WMNH 95.3. And we have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Good good uh, afternoon, uh, Matt. It's Pauly. Pauly C. from Retro Spectrum Radio. I was just talking about you. Oh, you were? I yes. didn't hear that. I don't have my radio on. I was talking about how uh, you're the host of Retro Spectrum Radio with Pauly C. Oh, yes. That's, that's what a coincidence. So mm. am I. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, I was calling because a couple of weeks ago during the morning show with Peter White, I uh, I don't know what was being spoken of, but I, I in the chat room, I typed in a famous quote from the Smokey and the Bandit movie. Uh, where Jackie Gleason says once, uh, I'm not going to say it now because I don't want to get you in trouble, but it, it it was, when we get home, I'm going to do something to your mama right in the mouth. Oh, and okay. the word was punch. That's a line from a, a, the the uh, Smokey and the Bandit movie. Yeah, yeah. And, when I, and I even put it in quotes when I wrote that, and uh, I got uh, the boot. Oh. I, was, I got spanked by Facebook. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so and I got this whole email about <laughs> how it's, a, uh, you know, with their standards and their mm -hmm. and I was like, wait a minute, you idiots. This was a movie quote. And now they're chasing the Autobot after me. That's yep. Uh, yep. punishing me yep. for, for reciting a, 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 a Smokey and the Bandit quote. Wow. Now, did you yeah. appeal that or what what happened next? No, I didn't appeal it. It's the first time it had ever happened to me. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Um, I just uh, closed the window and ignored it. And then I eventually got back on Facebook, like, hours later. Oh, Kyle Clayton in the chat room is asking, who's this guy calling in? Uh, Kyle, this who's is uh, <laughs> this is, uh, this is Paul E.C. He's the host of Retro Spectrum Radio with Paul E.C. The Just Because Deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. That's right. So am I. Yes. So uh, now, right. now did they did they restrict what you could do on Facebook, or was it just a warning and that was it? No, it was just a warning. They didn't tell me anything other than you you can't talk like that. Bullying, bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So 
yeah, I was a bully that day because I was reciting a movie quote. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway, it's... yeah, so it's kind of weird. you got to be careful what you talk about because people are just so friggin' sensitive these days and all this other crap. But yes. anyway, that's my rant, and I'm sticking with it. Have a good show. All right, Paul. Thank you for the call. All right, that's our friend Pauly C. from Retro Spectrum Radio with Pauly C. Friday nights from 7.30 to 10 p.m. right here on WMNH, co-hosted by yours truly, along with our friends Dan Randlett and DJ Steve. So we always have a good time on Friday nights here. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Abigail Jem joins us in the Facebook live chat. Hello, Abigail. Also, Nancy Clayton is in the chat room. Hello, Nancy. Uh, let's see. A lot of Claytons around here. A lot of Claytons. It's nice. Um, just want to see. Oh, Nemi says Flounder uh, from Animal House died in 2017. Yeah, I think I remember that that coming up. It must have been Ron who brought that up the other day. Scott Robinson says Ron loves Flounder. Okay, so Melanie guessed uh, Matt Trump is the name on my alt account. That is not. Uh, that is not it. Uh, there, there are some other guesses in here. Oh, Scott Robinson says, would love uh, Eric to review Saving Private Ryan in my all-time top five. You know, I've never seen it. I don't like, um, yeah, I can't watch movies uh, that are very graphic about war. Uh, it, it depresses me because war depresses me. Uh, Midas guest uh, Mesmerizer, no. Uh, Tom Blanchard joins us in the chat and says, I'm going to a funeral for one of my anti-vaxxer friends should I keep quiet about it or should I say, I told you so? Um, I understand the impulse, Tom, to want to say, I told you so, but it probably won't make any difference. Uh, if there are other anti-vaxxers present at the funeral, I'm sure they've already uh, rationalized and uh, excused in their own minds how, you know, oh, it probably wasn't really COVID or, you know, oh, they call everything COVID now or um, or a big one is, well, you know, he probably had 10 other pre-existing conditions. So, you know, even uh, the common cold would have killed him. So what's it matter? You know, something like that. Uh, it, it's, uh, I, I mean, I've, I've given up on, you know, I, I'll still uh, pick on anti-vaxxers, but I've given up on trying to uh, convince them. So I would say no, Tom. Uh, I understand the, the uh, impulse, <laughs> but uh, it's funny. I was listening to Howard this morning and they were talking about... Uh, Jenny and I had to go to a Portsmouth for an, an appointment and, um, uh, oh wait, no, that wasn't, no, that segment, was that segment this morning or was it yesterday? Anyway, they were talking about all the, um, there's been a rash of these, uh, conservative AM radio political talk show hosts uh, across the country who, um, th so many of them now who they go on the air every day with their anti-vax, anti-science, COVID denier message trying to convince you that uh, you shouldn't get vaccinated, it's not patriotic, God doesn't want you to do it, it's against, uh, it, it's it's anti-Christian, it's unpatriotic to get vaccinated and all this. You know, you got to own the libs, don't give in to science. And um, and then uh, and then they uh, they get sick and die. Like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, there's a whole list of them now. These conservative AM radio talk show hosts who actively spread an anti-vax message, and then they get COVID, and then they end up on a ventilator, and then they end up dead. So, take from that what you will, but uh, 
you know, it's unfair. And, and I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, they make their choice. I mean, if they honestly believe they're owning the libs uh, by uh, refusing to uh, do the right thing and take care of themselves, uh, good for them, I guess. They're they're dying for a cause. They think they're uh, in their minds. They probably think they're they're dying for their country or something, you know. And of course, they're going to get into heaven when they get to the other side because uh, uh, you know they will be rewarded for their patriotism in uh, refusing to get vaccinated. But uh, you know, whatever. I mean, look, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm too empathetic a person to dance on anyone's grave. I'm not trying to make light of that, but but. Uh, you know, but but I don't have any sympathy or empathy for these people either. I mean, I'm I'm fresh out. You know, it's uh, if 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 you don't get it at this point, you know, unless you have a medical reason not to get vaccinated, like you know, our our friend uh, Philip, who I mentioned earlier, he has a, a medical reason. His doctor, you know, and I don't know what, you know, I don't know what uh, what's going on there health wise with him beyond that, and it's none of my business. But you know, if you have a conversation with your doctor about it, and there are specific health reasons why. Your doctor feels you shouldn't get you should not get vaccinated. Then I I got no beef with you, you know, but um, but these these conservative hosts who go out and and consistently spread this anti-vax message and then they get sick and die. It's like, uh, you know, come on, <laughs> let's use our heads here. That that's not that's not a coincidence that this happens. This is uh, this is what happens when you don't take this seriously. Uh, let's see. Okay, some of the guesses on my alt account, the name on my alt account, Midas guessed uh, several here. Uh, Matt Stevens, uh, no. Uh, Matt Benatar, no. Matt King Cole, no. I like that one. Uh... <laughs> Melanie guessed Matt M. Flashpants, no. I feel like there's a like I'm missing something with that one. Like there's a joke there I'm not quite getting. Although I like flash pants. I like that. I do have I is that the same as uh like leather pants because I used to wear leather pants when I played in the band. Okay, Jeff Nyan says, "I know what the alt name is. I just friend requested it. Am I correct?" How would All right. Well, let's see, Jeff. Let's see. How would you have figured it out, I wonder. Let's see though. I'll tell you if you're right. I'll tell you right now in real time. I just got to switch over to the other account on my phone. Let's see. Do I have a friend request from Jeff Nyan? I'll be damned. Confirm. <laughs> I'll be damned. Jeff, very well done. You figured it out. I'm not going to say what it is. Unless you do in the chat room, feel free if you want to, but I'm not going to say it. I'd rather let, see if other people can figure it out as well. I think I probably know how you figured it out. A little bit of, you wouldn't have to do a lot of sleuthing, but, uh, but, but I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Well done, my friend. Very well done. I didn't think anyone would get it. Melanie guessed Matt Coffey. Uh, Scott Robinson says, I'm not anti-vax, but these companies are getting ridiculous. What, the, the companies that are uh, firing people for uh, not getting vaccinated? Hey, you got to have a healthy workplace. I'm all for the mandates. I don't care if people think I'm a commie. I really don't. I'm all for it. I see COVID-19 as an existential threat, and I just uh, I, I want I want us to all work together and get through it. And only 62% of the country is considered fully vaccinated at this point, and I'm, 
Uh, I think it's embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> as a, <laughs> I think it's embarrassing uh, for the country and for humanity. Um, we have all the tools. It's like I, I said, I, th- I said the day of the argument that I was talking about earlier here on the show. I said that day, I said, we have all the tools we need to put this pandemic down once and for all. But we live in the United States of anti-science, so we're just not going to do it, apparently. Let's see. Scott Robinson says Facebook is the worst. (laughs) Uh, Dirk Don joins us in the chat. Hello, Dirk. Dirk, of course, from Arrogant Media. And Dirk announced today also his new YouTube channel, Java Fog, which will be uh, kind of separate to Arrogant Media, but some of the content that Dirk, I mean, he could explain it better than I am, but from what I read, some of the content that is uh, that Dirk has been putting on the Arrogant Media channel, which he uh, he has another uh, individual who's a partner with him in that, he thinks would be better on its own channel. So he's created Java Fog, uh, or if you just look up Dirk Dawn on YouTube, you can subscribe that way. Uh, but I suggest you do. Dirk creates a lot of great content. Uh, Kyle Clayton from The Morning Show uh, joins us in the chat room. Hello, Kyle. Um, Rocky Huber says, I got hit for being an admin for this page called What Would Mel Post If She Wasn't In Facebook Jail? <laughs> It's funny. It's a little inside, but it's funny. Hello, Shannon McGuire joins us in the chat room. Um, Oh, Eric Street is in the chat room. Hello, Eric. Eric says, Dirk, I was the one who came up with the Mr. Krabs name. That's right. That's right. Because we don't, as a matter of policy, say that person's name on the show anymore. So we now refer to that individual as Mr. Krabs. Because Mr. Krabs still calls into the show and does these terrible, uh, uncreative pranks. So we refer to that individual as Mr. Krabs. Um, Eric says uh, they kept calling about pineapple pizza and Mr. Krabs uh, helps pay the mortgage on SpongeBob's pineapple home. I didn't realize that. I've never really watched SpongeBob. I'm aware of it, obviously. Uh, Shannon says lots of kiddos at my K through four school testing positive for COVID. Yeah, I am not surprised by that. Of course, uh, the Omicron variant is uh, running through the schools and uh, children of that age, obviously, are not yet eligible to be vaccinated. I don't think there's any vaccine approved yet for um, for kids that young. Uh, if, I'm, if, if I'm wrong, uh, please correct me. But... Um, and Shannon, if I remember correctly, and tell me if I'm re- remembering this accurately, that you had you had had COVID not too long ago. Unfortunately, some of what we're learning about the Omicron variant is it might not matter if you've had if you've had COVID recently. Let's say you've had the Delta variant, Omicron, you might get reinfected with Omicron. But uh, but then again, Shannon, I assume you're boosted. So you know if you've had your booster, you're you're probably in pretty good shape. Um, even if you get it, you'll it'll hopefully be very mild. I heard someone describe it today. This was one of the best ways I've heard it put. It's like wearing Kevlar. You know, if you're wearing Kevlar and you take a bullet, you know, it, it might hurt you, but it's not going to kill you. Um, that may not be true in all instances, but, uh, but yeah, uh, COVID is, of course, uh, running uh, rampant uh, through the schools. Uh, Tom Blanchard says, uh, I guess some things are best left unsaid. 
Oh, that gives me an idea for what song to play at the top of the show. <laughs> I'm always looking for an excuse to play some Hall & Oates. Uh, Melanie says, uh, hopefully they don't take anyone with them on their way out, referring to those conservative talk show hosts who, uh, uh, who uh, on their shows every day preach uh, their anti-vax nonsense and then end up dying of COVID. Yes, uh, I'm sure they do take people uh, on their way with them, uh, Melanie, unfortunately. Uh, Jared Martineau says, yeah, gloating when you're right doesn't help anyone around you uh, admit when they're wrong. Uh, that is a great point, Jared. Yes. Um, Jeff Nyan says he will not reveal the name on my alt account. He will let the others do their detective work. Absolutely. Uh, Rocky Huber sh- uh, says, uh, is it Matt Shizzle, which is, of course, uh, my rap name, my hip-hop alter ego, but my hip-hop alter ego is not Matt Shizzle. It's M. Sizzle. The greatest rapper alive, M. Sizzle. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Scott Robinson says, no, I was referring to the social media companies, the social media lords. Okay, I'm sorry, Scott. I apologize. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes. Yes. Uh, they are. It is getting uh, ridiculous. Absolutely. Uh, Miriam Banish says, employers have an obligation to keep workers safe. End of the story. I End of story. I agree with you, Miriam. I absolutely agree with you. Um, Miriam uh, Banish guest, Matt Calmington. No, but there is a uh, certain individual uh, from New Jersey. Well, he calls himself a real New Yorker, but he lives in New Jersey, who uh, consistently mispronounces my name, and that's one of the consistent mispronunciations, Matt Calmington. But I am a certified hypnotherapist, so that would probably be a good uh, alter ego for me, actually. You know, I could uh, I could do some uh, recordings for people. You know, this is Matt Calmington, and you might find yourself feeling very calm and very deeply relaxed. My name is Matt Calmington. That might be fun. Um, Mr. Crab's getting some love in the chat room. <laughs> Easy G, Eric Agnon joins us. Hello, Eric. Uh, Easy G says, I got Facebook jail back in 2013. Uh, oh, Miriam says, same at her school. All the uh, positive COVID tests. Shannon McGuire, uh, Shannon McGuire says, just recently spent some time in Southwest North Carolina met and saw some of those Jesus will save us from the COVID people. Yeah. You know what is so bizarre to me too on multiple levels, but you know, these, these people who they, uh, they, they preach against getting vaccinated. They tell you that Jesus doesn't want you to get vaccinated. It's, it goes against God, all of this. And it's, It, it's uh, it's actually a stack of logical fallacies uh, here. But first of all, isn't it the easiest thing in the world to shoot that down? Just using, I mean, look, meet these people where they are. Don't just laugh at them. Meet them where they are and say, okay, well, I'll tell you what. If you really believe that, why isn't it just as easy and logical to believe that God gave us the vaccines? God gave us our brains, <laughs> which we then use to solve problems and develop 
technologies that will help us. You know, why, why would you assume that the vaccines are evil? If there really is a deity, is it not plausible that said deity gives us the knowledge and the brain function to create the vaccines? Don't they say the Lord helps those who help themselves? We're helping ourselves by creating these vaccines that our scientists with their God-given intelligence and knowledge and aptitude are able to create for us. I mean, it just seems to me like it's the easiest thing in the world to argue against when someone says, well, God doesn't want you to get vaccinated and it's a sin. It's like, well, then, you know, so so what do you think? Satan created the vaccines? Yeah, I mean, come on. It, it's it's so silly. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, Matt. It's Mike Doyle. Hey, Mike. How you doing? Happy New Year to you, man. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Yeah, wishing the best for you and yours in the new year, man. Thank you. You as well. Yeah, how's your dad doing? Well, uh, as far as I know, uh, he's on a positive uh, trajectory, but I, I tried uh, to call there today, and I was, uh, I was on hold for so long. Um, I, I just, you know, I'll, I'll call back tonight after the show, but, um, you know, yeah. the, uh, the cardiac unit there. Um, you know, but he did have like- a— triple bypass and and he um you know he's recovering i mean he's a tough guy you know he's a he was a navy seal so he's he's tough yeah yeah he's a tough one no doubt yeah uh, like you were just saying like you were just saying before i called was uh technology has come a long way so mm-hmm. those triple bypass 20 years ago it was like oh my god yeah uh, nowadays nowadays it's like you know it's I, I don't mean to bereave it's not bad but it's it seems to be a lot um a lot more um you know, easier to do. Let's put it that way. Well, you know, and, um, my dad, in fact, Mike, my dad was saying in one of our recent conversations, you know, cause I, I call down there every day. Um, he was marveling at that specifically just how, how far medical technology has come because he's, you know, he had a heart attack, uh, a number of years ago when he was 67, he's 74 now. So this is his second go around. And um, and he was telling me that uh, just in, in that span of time, you know, the, the, the machinery that they have now, the electronics, the technology that they have to repair your heart has advanced so much. He's just he's, he's amazed by it. And he feels uh, very fortunate to be living in a time where the technology has advanced uh, so much. Yeah. How far how far are we in that technology from? being in the robotic world, you know what I mean? Of just everything being automatic and everything being mm. kind of crazy, but it's, it's, it's science. It's what mm-hmm. it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. So, hey, the reason for my call, I just got out of a doctor's appointment. I went to a skin doctor and that's always a humiliating visit, but uh, <laughs> I turned the car on and I hear uh, you say something about AM, a bunch of AM radio hosts that are spewing. I, I don't know about that, man. I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's some out there, but I, if 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 somebody doesn't believe that the COVID is the real thing, and you know I I hang in both, I try to hang with both parties, and you know, I have friends that are in both, um, and I don't know, I can't tell you one person I know that says COVID isn't a real thing. Right. So, but think anybody, about anybody who's yeah. But but Mike, think about where you live too. You know, here in the Northeast, uh, part of why we've done so well with vaccinations uh, compared with a lot of the country is, you know, it's 
We're a little more, not to sound elitist, but we're a little more educated up here. But trust me, Mike, I'm sure if you lived in, say, Alabama, just as an example, I'm sure you'd know some people. <laughs> well, let me, let me, let me give you, know you an I mean? example. Yeah. Just, I have a friend in Kentucky named Billy. Yeah. And he is MAGA. He is times 10. He is anti-government, anti-the work. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. are, they are, he is the back, you know, he is old school. I yeah. don't know what not, not even old school. He's I don't know what to call it, but he, it's a different. You're right. It's a different than New Hampshire. Yeah. And you know he's not getting the inch shot. Mm-hmm. And but he 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 you know he totally believes in COVID. His daughter got it and this that. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure there's that many people that don't believe in COVID. Well, no. I think they. I think I think it's the combination. The the rest of people not getting vaccinated are a combination of either a health or a religious issue. Yeah. And and two. Um, um, I, I lost my train of thought, but but uh, there's another pile there that that um, oh oh the rights issue, you know what I mean, human rights, mm. and it's my right to not get a shot, you know what I mean, right. I, you know that's it, it's, it's kind of silly, you know what I mean? Oh, it is when you have an opinion, but but it, it, I, it, I, under, I also understand that it's their right. If yeah, they don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. It's probably a small percentage of, of people who literally don't think COVID is real at all. But they are out there, Mike. I, I see them on social media, and I know you're not. I, you're. I think you've. If I'm not mistaken, you've successfully avoided. Yeah, I don't. Uh, do, I don't do social media. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go on social media, Mike, you'll see. I mean, there's there's people. There's still people now today. They think it's a conspiracy. They think it's a hoax perpetuated by the oh, Democrats sure. or Trump. They think I got into uh, I don't know if you were listening to the the day I got into. Uh, an argument. I got really angry with him. Uh, my friend Mark, who I went to high school with, love him dearly. We were great friends, but he lives in Texas now and he calls and he's saying, you know, oh, it's just a cold and everyone's freaking out over nothing. And I got really angry with him about it because to me, you know, that's a giant middle finger in the air to all the families who have lost somebody, all the healthcare workers, you know. So, so they are out there. I hope the people who think it's completely fake are a small number, but there are people out there spreading that that it's not even real. So yeah, the one thing I don't the one thing I don't understand is how they differentiate between um, COVID number one, Delta, Delta variant, or the Omicron variant. But uh, ho- um, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but hopefully this Omicron is is as light as it is as far as affecting the human body. Um, yeah. I know both my son and my uh, daughter-in-law and baby just went through it, and it was it was fairly mild. It was more like a little cold. Um, and I know a couple people, my massage therapist just said, me and my husband got it, but we don't have any symptoms. And my daughter yeah. just had it, and she didn't have any symptoms, although she's a teacher and she had to sit out for 10 days. Um, so hopefully it's Omicron, but I just didn't know how they uh, how they differentiate between which one you got? You know, I mean, did you get the original COVID? Did you get the Delta variant, or did you get the Omicron variant? I, I'm not really sure. Yeah, they're able but, to. Uh, uh, they're able to see that in in the test, uh, apparently. And, yeah. And and from, hey, one last thing, I, yeah. I I know you always, and and this is one thing I disagree, but we always respectfully disagree. Sure. You would. You were always saying that you gave Biden an A plus for the rollout, um, his rollout with the vaccine, but. What would you what would you give them now as far as the the messaging the mixed messaging coming out of the CDC and the 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 
now everybody wants it. Now they're saying everybody should be in schools compared to last year when they realized what it did to the kids that are out. Now all of a sudden everybody's like, no, we want them all back in school. And the, um, the delay in getting testing, home testing, which as of yesterday, the press secretary said, well, we still haven't signed. They, they were going to roll them out in January to everybody. Eight tests apiece, I think it was, or four, and yeah. to every household. And now the, the lady, uh, the, the press secretary yesterday said, well, we still haven't signed the contracts yet, so nothing's going out yet. So yeah. I don't know. It, it just seems like, you know, and we, we haven't heard anybody come on TV and say, hey, calm down. Here's what we're doing. Here's our avenue. Here's where we're going. I don't know. So he, I'm just wondering what your grade is now compared to your A plus you gave Biden originally with the rollout. Sure, Has sure. It changed? Well, uh, with the rollout, it hasn't changed. But I have uh, felt and, and I've expressed on the show some frustration in that. And I'm not going to put it all on him, but, you know, he is the leader. So the, the buck does stop with him. Um, the messaging has gotten very confusing. Uh, Jenny and I have talked about this a lot um, off air. We, we've had conversations about it and on air. But I, I'll i tell you, Mike, I myself am very confused at this point. The just because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning. And you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required. About, you know, uh, should you definitely get tested if you have symptoms and, but, you're, you know, you're fully boosted uh, are you, uh, how long are you supposed to isolate? Do you have to isolate if you're fully vaxxed? And is it five days? Is it seven days? Is it 10 days? And this and that, blah, 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 blah. It's all got, I, I'm overwhelmed by it. And I think I'm a reasonably intelligent guy, but I've kind of given up on trying to make sense of that part of it. And I think the administration should have, um, maybe exerted a little more control in keeping the message simple. And, and now, I have some sympathy for them in the sense that it's hard to keep the message simple when we're dealing with something so complicated. Omicron has gotten complicated, but but I think it's gotten so muddled that uh, in terms of messaging, I, I do think they've done a poor job on messaging, and I think it's gotten so muddled at this point that I have no doubt that there is a very large swath of the American population that at this point is kind of shrugging and saying, we don't know what to do anymore, so... We're just going to do whatever we feel is best, but we don't know what the rules are. I mean, I don't know. If you were to ask me right now, well, what are the current rules? Uh, what are the, the, the recommendations? And, and I couldn't tell you. I Honestly, at this point, I could not tell you. I'm not terribly yeah, worried no, I, but uh, because I'm, I'm boosted, so I don't think I'm going to get it. And if I do get it, it should be mild and so forth. But I don't know. Like, if you're, 
if you're vaccinated but not boosted, you know, what do you do if you test positive? And I don't know anymore. Yeah. I don't know anymore. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that. I'm not, and again, I don't want to pin any, you know, and I want to, I'd rather bring sides together than push them apart. But uh, I agree. The message has been, you know, I would think you'd almost, because you want to do the whole swath of the country, Mm -hmm. I would think you'd want to dumb it down almost the message and just say, here's the simple rules, you know, five days, seven days, get boot. You know, I'm boosted. I haven't made two shots. I got boosted, you know, but I still know I can get it. Right. But I'm going to have a much better chance of not getting really, really sick if if because I've already had COVID, I've had two shots and I've been boosted. So I'm, I'm in a pretty good shape to not get really, really sick is what I'm shooting for. Right. Ex- um, exactly. But, but and, 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 Biden and, even slipped. Biden even slipped a while back and said, if you get the shots and the booster, you're not going to get COVID. And that was wrong. He shouldn't have said that. You know, that was a Somebody's got to tell them that's not right. You can still get it. You're just not going to get as sick, hopefully. Yeah, and, well, uh, I'm, I'm, so. I, I think he realizes that, and I think he, he misspoke. And and I'll, I'll defend him in this sense. I think that, you know, everybody, I think, thought that who could have predicted that we would be in this? I mean, probably a lot of epidemiologists did predict that we would potentially be in this situation now. But I think... I mean, if you go back uh, six or eight months, I think there was a lot of optimism that we were near the end of this. For example, with the testing, now it is inexcusable to me that the tests are not far more readily available than they are. But at the same time, I also realize no one thought we were still going to need them at this point and to the extent that we do. Then again, on the other hand, uh, someone should have thought maybe we should prepare for that uh, just in case that's how this goes. So. Um, so I, I would, uh, I would downgrade my overall grade. I I still give him an A plus on the initial rollout Uh, the initial rollout I thought was phenomenal, but overall, eh, maybe, maybe a B minus, maybe a C plus. I I think this has uh, gotten away from, I'm not putting it all on him. Uh, you know, I I, I would agree with you, but I'll put, but I'll put some of it on him. I'm, I'm happy to put some of it on him. The messaging needs to be much more clear than it's been. Absolutely, and to be and and like I said, to be <laughs> to be clearer, I think it just needs to be simpler. You know what I mean? Yes, it just does. Simpler. Just simple it down. Even if the really smart people think you're being you're dumbing it down, well, there's the other half of the world that that you know there's just there's, there's a mix. So just dumb it down to be very straightforward. I'm not saying people are dumb. I'm just saying simplify it so everybody can understand. Five days, seven days, ten days. You know, pick pick what you think it is. If you think it's five days, then I would say make it seven days just to make sure. You know, kick on a couple of days and just say, you know, if you're going to go five, go seven. Then right. you'll probably be really safe. You know, things like that. Just give out this simple message and 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 get the get the testing out so people can know that they're not leaving the house when they don't feel good with a sore throat and they're just going, oh, it's just a sore throat. You know what I mean? Well, if you have those tests at home, you can look and go, oh, I'm positive. I can't go out, you know? So, yeah, I know. I don't that... know. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't think signing contracts, which is what the last two excuses have been over the last three days about getting the um, the home testing kits out, that, that shouldn't even be a criteria, right? I mean, with all the money we're throwing around, trillions, should we be worried about a, a few hundred, whatever it would be, hundred million, hundred billion dollars for testing, if, if that's going to help everybody, you know? That's just my thought, but. 
Yeah, I've I've kind of lost track of of even that part of it. I know that here in New Hampshire, like Jenny was able to go on to the state's website and order a couple of at home tests just to have them, so we have them if we need them. But uh, but there, I know now. Yeah, Nash- that was we 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 did that too through oh, New good. Hampshire. And it was great. We good. Got, we got eight tests and and which was the maximum. And I was able to send four down to my kid who you know ended up needing them with him and his child. Oh wow! Know, an eighteen a sixteen month old, so it worked out great. Yeah. So yeah. that's the kind of thing, you know, if you get things out, you, people can share, people mm-hmm. can help each other, you can help your neighbor, you can help your family, and, every, you know, maybe we can kick this thing, you know? Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. I think the messaging, I think we agree on this, the messaging needs to be a little more a little more forthright and a little more clear, that's all. Yeah, definitely. So, all right, man. Well, listen, uh, again, Happy New Year to you and yours. I hope, uh, hope all is well and... Uh, Best of health to you and your dad and Jenny Thank- and all that, that group. Thank you. Yeah, same back. Thank you so much, Mike. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, Mike. Take care. All right. That was our friend Mike Doyle. And uh, speaking of Mike's, it is one of the more uh, common names in the uh, English-speaking world, isn't it? Mike Sutter this it year. Is. It's like um, the name Lance. It's not very common now, but in medieval times, they used Lance a lot. Sorry. (laughs) No more jokes today. Oh, (laughs) my goodness. Make it it awful. Yeah, make it an awful dad joke, and that way it'll never happen again. Wow. (laughs) But yes, my name's Mike. (laughs) Yes, yes. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm okay. Good, good, good. I'm cold. It's darn cold out there. It is, yes. Welcome to New England. It is, uh, and I I think it's supposed to stick with us for a bit. Yeah, I think so. Make sure you get all that slush and stuff out of the driveway, because it's going to turn to stone. Oh, that's true. Yes, yes. By the way, did you get caught up in that? Uh, speaking of ice, when what day was it? It was last it was, Tuesday. No, Thursday. Uh, right. So I haven't. So it was after the last time you were here. Did you get caught up in that? I at did all? in a company vehicle, nonetheless. Really? I mean, not like a. I don't drive a box truck, but it was a company little Chevrolet or something. And yeah. I ran into a place to do some business, and it was raining. Cats and dogs, no big deal. And uh, went to put the thing into reverse, and the. You know, the car with the little squiggly lines, light came on and started flashing. Yep. And I said, oh, it's got to be a malfunction. You know, it's uh, everything's fine. Moved the car back a little bit, and uh, I hit the brake, and I kept going. Fortunately, I was in a parking lot, not going fast. But yeah. to answer your question, I did get caught up in it. It, it was um, it was something. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, I'm not on a schedule and didn't have to get in. You know, I wasn't stranded or anything. I got to sit there and let it warm up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I waited it out for about i think 90 minutes uh-huh. i was i was at the circle k and hooks it mm-hmm. and uh, i was on the phone with peter white actually no kidding it, well, it was amazing how quickly it happened because i went there i put gas in the car mm-hmm. i went inside to get my uh my morning mm-hmm. blast of caffeine because i can't really function without it mm-hmm. all that come back out everything's fine you know it's no ice or anything you know it's raining a little bit but no big deal everything's mm-hmm. normal you know, everything was normal driving over there. I get into my car. I'm about to take off. So I, I, it was close. I, I, if I, if I had left when I intended to leave in that moment, I would have gotten caught in it. But I was about to take off. My phone's ringing. It's Peter. So mm-hmm. I pick up, and uh, he and I talk for not that long, maybe five or six minutes. Okay. But after we get off the phone, okay, now I'm ready to go, and I look over at the road, and I realize that traffic is suddenly very sparse because there's usually a lot of... I was at the Circle K across from where the the uh, Target and Home Depot and, and all that. Yep, Exit okay. 10, yep. Mm-hmm. I was at that one. 
So I noticed there's, there's not much traffic all of a sudden, and I'm like, well, that's weird because, uh, you know, there's usually a lot of cars going through yep. there at, at any time of day, really. And uh, <clears throat> and then I noticed that the cars that I am seeing, they're moving very slowly, and they've all got their hazard lights on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Did it get icy all of a sudden? So then I drove. I was like, well, I got to run over to, to Target, so let's see how this goes. So... I pull out of the Circle K parking lot. Yeah, yep. fine. Stop at the light. Light turns green. Get across the intersection. No problem. I get into that lot, and, uh, you know, like you've got Coles on the left, Target on sure. the right, and then mm-hmm. and there's that that road, that hill that kind of goes down the middle of everything, and I, I start to go down that, and all of a sudden, I, I got nothing, no nothing. traction nope. at all. I'm just sliding and uh, thank God nobody was coming up the hill. Like I would, the I would, Amazon trucks fly out of there constantly. They do, yeah. That would be my concern. <laughs> yeah, exactly, they do. But uh, no one was coming at that moment and because mm-hmm. uh, it would have been a head-on collision. I had no control, and I, I, I'm i just sliding, and I slid. Uh, I finally came to a stop at the second entrance down to go into Target. So then I was able to very carefully maneuver the car uh-huh. into Target and uh and park safely and then I and then I was there well I went into the store to get something and then other than that I mean I was there for yeah about 90 minutes uh-huh. until it uh you know got above freezing and it was safe to go but it was incredible. The the takeaway I and you're one of many I've heard this like how quickly it happened. You know it's one thing to hear yeah. the night before that we're going to have an ice storm in the morning and you yeah. prepare for it you put your windshield wipers up or yeah. This happened, you know, it was raining, uh, didn't hear anything on the news in the morning or the previous evening that, you know, hey, watch out for this. Um, it was like somebody flipped a switch yeah. and everything I And we over. all got caught. Um, it, never seen anything like it. It was so quick. Yeah. We have a call. Hi, welcome to Matt Connerton Unleashed. Who's this? Hey, is that Easy G? Easy G, Eric Agnan. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I just want to say a happy, happy, uh, happy uh, New Year to um, your... Uh, Mike in the room there. Hey, thank you so much, man. How are you, buddy? Not too bad. Hey, uh, did you, I don't know if you guys have known that we're we're down to um, closing the Montana Kmart, so they can be down to five Kmart's over the United States. But I guess there's some, I guess there's some um, not in the United States, like in Guam. Is that considered the United States? That's a territory, not a state. Yeah. But it is part of the it country, is. yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're down to like yeah five. I guess most of them, I guess, are 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 uh, doing very well. But the um, obviously the rest have have, have closed, and the uh, not too many. Yeah. Uh, it's actually very sad. Left, so I'm, th- I'm thinking by the end of the year, they're probably going to be all gone. Could be, yeah. I mean, you know, when you when you have a chain of stores that lo- I don't know how many locations they had, but I know it was a lot, <laughs> uh, you know, when, when it shrinks yeah, down it's to sad because, you know, back in the five. day, Sears was the number one store around. It's very sad. I drive up through hooks at, um, a couple of times a week for work and there's still the old super K or big K, whatever they call it. The uh, Kmart. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I have, I went yeah, through the hooks at Kmart, but they had a lot of trouble with that building because it kept flooding every time they had a big rainstorm. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yep. The Kmart would get flooded and hooks it. Did Kmart buy Sears or did Sears buy Kmart? I can't remember. Do you guys know? Yeah, I don't know. That would be I'd I'd be in, interested maybe, to maybe know. Maybe the, the rain man was gone. right back <laughs> yeah. in the movies. Yeah, uh, Kmart sucks. <laughs> I worked at Sears when I was in high school. And it's when, funny when I worked there back in the eighties when that movie came out. 
We were not yeah. allowed to, to have it in the store because of that thing. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. They well, would that, not sell that, it. That makes sense, <laughs> actually. That makes sense. Okay. But anyways, yeah, the uh, Kmart and Sears, uh, they used to be uh, doing very well uh, back in the day, but it looks like the uh, by the end of the year, they're going to be all gone. All gone. You know, the goes end of the way Woolworths and um, J.C. Penny. Actually, J.C. Penny's still so anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I say hi and uh, have a great rest of your show. All Excellent, right, man. All right, EZG, thank you so much. All right, Eric Gagnon, our entertainment reporter. Well, oh, if yeah. you're still listening, Eric, I want to plug my gig on the 18th at the Chaskeen, please. Oh, our, I should say our <laughs> former entertainment reporter. He is, oh, okay. <laughs> he is retired. Mm-hmm. So our uh, entertainment reporter emeritus. He did he did give us a mini uh, entertainment report one day when he called. I guess for old time's sake. Okay. Well, but, I'll uh, I'll call in next Tuesday. How's that? There you go. There you go. Actually, um, I probably should tell you, boss. I'm, I've got a gig on uh, next Tuesday night, so we may have to bump the segment. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I mean, I'll think about the. Actually, I'm not on till nine, so I'll be here. Oh, okay. Well, very good. <clears throat> All right. Excellent. Well, what we will do is uh, let's take a break. We're going to play a little something and then show some love to our amazing sponsors. And then we will be back with some Tweakonomics. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to play this in honor of the uh, issue that Tom Blanchard had raised earlier in the chat room and the dilemma uh, that he was facing. So uh, here's a little uh, some things are better left unsaid. (laughs) We'll be back. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. We are well into hour number two, numero dos, of Matt Connerton Unleashed. And we are live from the studios of WMNH 95.3 FM in glorious downtown Manchester, New Hampshire. Also on Comcast 97 if you're in Manchester. And hello to all of our online listeners across the nation and around the globe. And you can go to my website, mattconnerton.com, for all of your live streaming options, social media links, contact info, show archives, etc., etc. Today is Tuesday, January 11, 2022. I do want to remind you, of course, we are proudly sponsored by the Hopknot. Don't go there today, though. Monday and Tuesday is their weekend, uh, but they are open Wednesday through Sunday. They've got delicious gourmet pretzels. They have craft beer. Go down and uh, check out the art uh, that they've got uh, going with the Annie Coffeehouse next door. It's really, really cool, uh, but uh, great food, great service. The pretzels are amazing. The craft beer Uh, They've got uh, trivia night every Thursday night. I think they have another gender blender event coming up this weekend. So please uh, check them out, the Hopknot on Elm. And if you would like to enter the discussion today that we're about to begin, uh, 603-250-6007 is the number, 603-250-6007. You can also text me at 617-917-4476. Tweet me at Matt Connerton or send an email to matt at mattconnerton.com. And, of course, you can interact and opine in the Facebook live chat. Yes, we are back on the Facebook, on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. But the best thing to do so that we can hear and enjoy your dulcet tones is to give us a call at 603-250-6007. And Mike Sutterth is here at the news desk. I am. You are, yes. And uh, are you ready for some Tweakonomics? Sure, pull the trigger. All right, here we go. (laughs) Good evening, Manchester and all around the world and on the intraweb or whatever the kids call it nowadays. My name is Mike Sutter, and this is Tweakonomics. 
I try to uh, put an emotional spin on what is otherwise a blatantly boring subject and <laughs> just hit the ball around and try not to get in trouble with politics stuff, and which on you know likely we will, but... <laughs> it's hard to avoid. Yeah, yeah. But I, I appreciate the opportunity. It's actually very entertaining. I'm, I'm lucky to be able to come and, and bat it around with you guys. Oh. I appreciate it. Well, of course. We love to have you. I don't mind. So we're, it's just you and I tonight, huh? No Gonzo? Has no. he been suspended, too? No, no. He was on uh, He was on the morning show today, actually. Mm-hmm. I think he was. Yeah, yesterday, too, he helped us out, by the oh, way. Okay. Shout out to Gonzo, because uh, Amen. I was not able yesterday to stream... On the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page on Facebook. Uh, so Gonzo was kind enough to stream the audio of the show mm-hmm. on his Facebook page while he and Kyle Clayton uh, added a little bit of uh, commentary while they were streaming the show, <laughs> which was uh, which was very nice and, and uh, very helpful. But uh, but we're back on the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. I just had to create an alt account on the Facebook to get around the fact that they don't want me streaming for uh, 30 days. Oh, is that what the threshold is for the? Yeah, but, but they won't tell me what the infraction was. That uh, you know, I can still post, I can, uh, I can share, I yep. can do all that stuff, but I cannot stream live video uh, for something having to do with January eighth. But they won't tell me what it is. So I had to create an alt account and then connect that to the Matt Connerton Unleashed page. So mm-hmm. simple enough to do, but I didn't think to really do that until last night after the show. But, uh, uh-huh. yeah, so, well, you know, there's always a way around. There's always right. a workaround. Way to go, Gonzo. That was very MacGyver of you. No, that was, yeah. Well, the the, the alt account was my idea. <laughs> yeah. but, oh, I see. But, uh, but no, but what, what he did yesterday was his, and it was uh, very sure. nice. Rob Dion is in the chat and says, I have a feeling it's Melanie La Liberty's fault. I, I doubt that. <laughs> She's gotten into some trouble uh, herself along the way. But uh, what can you do? You ever get in trouble on social media? You ever get suspended? Um, or? No, I've been warned. I, I get warnings when, um, <laughs> you know, it says, like, are you sure you, sure you want to do this? Like, are you sure you want to? Oh, yeah, I get But those. I've never been removed or, you know, had a, you know, you can come back in 30 days. I've never had that happen. But yeah. And I'm somewhat proud of that. But <laughs> but I do I do get probably, you know, every once in a while, they're like, are you sure you want to say this one? Right. You know, and it typically is. You know, after a couple of glasses of wine and somebody sends me a meme about uh, AOC or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that is funny. And I'll, you know, I want to give my two cents. And yeah. Facebook or Instagram will be like, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Which I wonder the percentage of the times that I stop. I think I go ahead and do it. But yeah. I've never been booted. But you know, oh, I'm, not con- I'm not controversial online. That's I- I'm old enough to not do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not. Uh, I don't think I'm controversial on my personal page. You know, like mm-hmm. I keep all the political stuff off of that and I of course. keep it on the Unleashed page. But whatever whatever got me, it seems to be on my personal page because I can't, you know, I can't stream live from that page either. Yeah. And it gives me a list of other pages I can't stream live to. Uh-huh. But it turns out I can't stream live to any of them, you know, because I have multiple pages that I'm an admin on. Yep. But and you don't have any idea the why this happened, like no. a cause of this. Like no, a, there's, a there's, cause. there's no explanation other than the date. Yep. Like if I go in and I look, if I go into the support menu and I look at my violations, sure. it, it shows all the violations I've had. Wait, violations? Plural? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot, of, a lot of the time it's a copyright violation. I see, of course. Those come up a lot. <laughs> and then I understand. But I just appeal those mm-hmm. or, or Jenny does, whoever gets to it first, because she's an admin. And mm-hmm. and we always win the appeal. We just say we're from a you know we're a federally licensed sure. radio station, and 
and uh, and so the, you know they always approve it, and, th- and then that's right. it. But it, but for January eighth, it shows the date. It doesn't show the reason. It doesn't give any clue what the content was. It's very odd. Have you listened to the show backwards and forwards at this point? No, but I don't even know if what got flagged has anything to do with the show or if it's something else oh, I shared uh-huh. or what. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Tom Blanchard in the chat says, I tend to be a smart ass and got a 24-hour no post fine. I've had those too, yeah, where I just can't post for 24 hours. So who knows? It's it's a mystery. Yeah. But, you know, we're at their media. I mean, we're at their, uh, their mercy, sure. rather, of, of social course. media. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I pay attention to it. I'm like, I don't want to get banned, but I, I, I can't imagine. What, what have you been booted for? Do you know, like specifically, what have you ever said if you want to talk about it? <laughs> oh, sure. I don't think, uh, uh, I, I can't even think of anything. I mean, it's not like. Because even on the Unleashed page, I'm pretty good about, you know, if if I think something's going to get me in trouble, I, I just don't do it because sure. I, I don't want to. Sure. Because, Common you know, <laughs> if, it, if it just gets removed and then blocked, then mm-hmm. what's the point? But mm-hmm. so I'm pretty good about it. I mean, like I said, there's a whole list of violations on there, but they list all the all the copyright violations. Yes. And those we just appeal and then, and then they go away. Uh-huh. But I can still see them on the list, you know, and it just says, you know, resolved or whatever it says. But in this particular case, you, on the 8th, you said, right? Yeah. There's, there's nothing in your record of, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it just doesn't show what it is. They didn't it's like, like that field is blank. Yep. They didn't <laughs> like your sweater or something. I like, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even wear sweaters. I don't know. I, don't, I think I've been framed. <laughs> we, I, I mean, we have a couple theories. There, there's people who, uh, a couple people who might be out to get us, like Mr. Krabs, or uh, or uh, you know. Or uh, the guy from New York who uh, we don't take his calls <laughs> anymore. <the> pub. <laughs> yeah, this 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 people, this people, who knows? <clears throat> That's funny. Yeah, but you're back in good standing now, huh? You got around it. Well, I got around it by creating an alt account. How 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 long is your other account suspended for? Well, only for thirty days. But again, it's only but it's only on live streaming. Everything else is fine. Okay. The only things I can't do, I can't stream live, and I can't invite anyone to like any of the pages that I'm an admin on. What a waste of time, huh? Yeah, I can really? still I can still post and share and like other people's posts and comment mm-hmm. and use Messenger. I can do all of that. I just can't do those two things mm-hmm. specifically without using the alt account. It's just bizarre. Yeah, like you're taking advantage of it. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> so take advantage of over here for for a while. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy enough to make an alt account. So, yeah, so that's an easy solution. But I've been hearing for years how Facebook has made it much harder to do that. But I, I had no problem. Took me maybe five minutes. (laughs) You know, I uploaded a picture of from my phone for the profile, and Jeff Nyan actually figured out the name, the identity of my alt account, which I will not announce publicly. He did the work, so he gets the satisfaction of knowing my. Other identity. (laughs) Anyone else wants to know, they got to figure it out for themselves. Which you'll be streaming on the, correct? Well, I'm streaming on the Unleashed page. I see. Using the alt account to connect to the Unleashed page. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. (laughs) I don't understand the the gadgetry. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, You're probably better off. Like, like, don't be a comedian, Mike. I get that advice a lot from people. Don't be a comedian. And I apologize for the Lancelot joke at the beginning. No, that was was clever. That was clever. (laughs) Had to get it off my chest so I don't do it again. Ah. But uh, stick stick to one thing and do it somewhat well. 
Shout out to uh, shameless marketing plug here is the uh, folks up in the north end near the um, Brookside Congregational Church uh, in the back streets to a place called Angela's Pasta and Cheese Shop. You guys may have heard of. Mm. I got some uh, eggplant parmesan and lasagna from there. Pre-made, you just pop it in the oven. And by golly, it was awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and a pretty decent value. You know, it, you know, it was eight bucks or something for a five by seven tray of, of something. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it didn't seem much farther off than any frozen meal I'd get at, at, at Hannaford or something. Yeah, yeah. But um, shout out to those guys. They're really cool. And I'm a big cheese fan. Oh, me too. Uh, I like dude, cheese. Yeah. I, I'm really, it's like wine to me. I think I like to know where it comes from, what it's yeah. made of. And even if it doesn't taste good, I'm interested in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're a really cool place to kind of mess around with that stuff. Yeah. So shout out to those guys. I've never uh, eaten there, but I've always heard good things. Yeah, the prepared food is really good. Um, you know, I guess, if, especially if you're just feeding yourself, you know, this yeah. is it was me or, you know, me and one other person or two other people, but uh, I bought two things there and it was cool. Mm. <clears throat> good stuff. Yeah. What else? I don't know. So, um, <laughs> I, so while I went to Angela's Pasta Shop, there's a couple of houses up in the north end that are for sale. And out of curiosity, I, I peek in and, you know, go online and say, what, what the, what's the ballpark on these? It's pretty, pretty pricey, you know, these the bigger houses, especially in the North End, um, you know, that we consider like a two or three family almost. But um, they're extremely, extremely expensive. And while home prices are, uh, I started digging into where I am, um, that it's, they're, going to be stable and going up and real estate as an investment is still a pretty good deal um with everything kind of going haywire and i promised i wouldn't say inflation again but i'm gonna say inflation yeah um things are really going haywire <clears throat> excuse me even the markets which i'll talk about here in a second are, are really shooting up and it, it in a good way um but the housing prices are getting such that um the millennials are now at the you know on average getting to the stage in their career where they can afford to put 13% down on a home, mm -hmm. you know, get a mortgage with, even with insur PMI insurance um, or whatever, and that they expect this kind of to be pretty steady, you know, despite the whole mm. labor shortage and bottlenecks and all this other bad news. Yeah. There's some actually really, you know, I'd be the first guy to say and point out economically what, what's going wrong. And I, we could fill up hours and hours with that. Sure. But I'm going to give credit where credit is due here. And one of them is they're expecting the housing market to remain pretty stable and at a, a higher price to keep up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing for people who are, you know, let's say millennials are what now, 29, 30, something like that. Um, would that make sense? A millennial? Yeah. Um, I, I'm always a little well, un uncertain, but uh, that sounds about right. Yeah, that must be. Or in that that area. Yeah, you know, because you're, people. You're right out of ten, 10 years. Because so. if you're born in if yeah if you were born in 2000, oh. then you'd be 22. So yeah, that that generation. Yeah. So these folks, you know, and whatever, they're not living with mom and dad anymore. They're out on their own, and either they're really contributing to the economy, which is a good thing too, and paying taxes and all that jazz. But these are the people who, again, can save up 13% or inherit 13% or come by 13% to put down on a house um, or less or more, um, but have the opportunity to not just be paying, if you don't want to, paying rent all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's weird. I think, um, especially even here, the urbanization of Manchester 
there's you have a better shot or as good a shot renting a place that's nice and functional as you know when i was a kid it was like you had to buy a house so you had an asset and, oh yeah um it's not always the norm now no that's for sure even rents have gone up a lot too everything <laughs> yeah and it seems to be pretty universal right like i mentioned uh i had a condo fee go up i mentioned it to a guy at work who lives next to me like in a developed down down the hill from me and he said oh my rent just went up uh he's in colonial village okay he's like my they just boosted my rent you know and i've heard it three or four times otherwise i'm like okay well i'm not i'm not the only one experiencing this. oh yeah <laughs> yeah of course but uh you know let's hope uh, wages keep keep pace with that yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of wage inflation too, which is uh, good to see. It is, and it's contributing to this thing they call the Great Reset. Uh, I don't know if you've heard the oh, term. Yes, uh, or uh, the Great Resignation. The Great yes. Resignation, yeah. the Great Reset, all kind of the part of the same thing. That <clears throat> it's actually extremely entertaining to an economics geek like me. Oh, it must to, be because because there's so many moving parts. Yeah, and for so long, you know, I'm. You know, being brought up in the 70s, 80s, 90s, everything was always, even with the stock market crash, everything was always pretty stable, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like expectation-wise. And um, there's so many moving parts now that the way our economy is ticking is actually changing in front of our eyes. And Yeah. It, it's really cool to even just watch that go on, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it can be scary if you worry about that stuff, but it, it's pretty cool to watch it go on. I was reading recently a lot of this is um, the the way that uh, the jobs that people are quitting. It's a lot of um, people are leaving jobs where they have to deal with the general public yes. and, and moving to jobs where they don't have to because, you know, the I, I mean, I think everyone can see it anecdotally, but also, you know, there's, there's some statistics to bear it out. Like when you look at incidents on uh, airplanes or, or uh, traffic incidents sure. across the country that, uh, you know, uh, th this pandemic has made people a little bit more difficult um, in many instances. And so people who are, have these jobs where they're dealing with the general public, yeah. you know, they're like, uh, screw this. If I can go, you know, work in an Amazon warehouse and right. not, not have to wait on customers anymore, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I, I, years ago I worked in retail. I was a, a manager for a retail chain and, uh, you know, and anyone who's had that kind of job knows that there's already kind of built in. There's a fairly sizable swath of the uh, population that, for whatever reason, thinks that if you're dealing with so someone who happens to be wearing a name tag, you don't have to treat them with any respect. Right. How diplomatic um, of you. Yeah. Well, it's true. I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's strange. Like, I've, I've known, I personally have known people who are like really nice, friendly people. And, but then, you know, you watch them dealing with a, 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 a cashier or, or, a, or, you know, someone waiting tables at a restaurant. It's like, is this the same person? Why are they, uh, they're so nice. And yet for some reason they're treating this individual like trash for no apparent reason. Oh, cause they're wearing a name tag. So they think they're a robot and they don't have to be nice right. to them, I guess. Anyway. So yeah. So th th there's, there's a lot of people who aren't nice <laughs> yes, <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> and, uh, and now there seems to be even more of them. So, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to, you know, to have the job that I used to have, to have it now going through sure. this. But, um, yeah, so a lot of these people are saying, well, you know, there's a labor shortage. I don't have to, I don't have to put up with this. So right. I'm not gonna. 
I'm going to quit. And because apparently too, uh, you know, these are in many instances, people who don't have another job lined up, right? but they're able to have a higher confidence at any point prior that they're not going to have a problem finding one. And to even try something, you know? Yeah. Well, that's what Jenny is always saying too. If there's anything you've ever wanted to try, if you've ever thought about switching careers is something you want to give it a go, see how you like it, whatever. Now is the time. Absolutely. Got to seize this moment. Yeah. If you can afford it, you know, it's, yeah. it's a it's a miracle or you're very fortunate if you can even afford to do that. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, If you are, you know, everybody in some form is paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. in some form, but, you know, some people are, you know, 24 hours to 24 hours. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can't afford to, oh, I'll go be a sheep farmer or something. Right, right. <laughs> but if you've ever wanted to try sheep farming, now would be the time. I mentioned uh, Angela's. I've always been interested in cheese, and I thought uh, I want to go to be a cheesemonger. Yeah. And my wife's like, sure, you're going to be a cheesemonger. <laughs> what, what is that, a cheesemonger? A cheesemonger is like a, a cheese salesman, like a fishmonger. Oh, monger. okay. Oh. But apparently there's a certification for it. Oh, there is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, uh, I, I mean, well, why couldn't you do Someday. that if you want to? Uh, there's no money in it. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. So that, it's, uh, speaking of, of being able to afford to do something, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take two years off <laughs> and go to France and, you know, I'm going to chill and learn about cheese. <laughs> well, once you're certified, though, I bet the sky's the limit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. you just got to get just that imagine, cert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> End up working at Hannaford's in the cheese department. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's something. You, as long as you're around product you love yeah, and they, enjoy. They have insurance. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> Although that doesn't always work out, the being around. You know, I, I love books, and I remember I, I got a job at a bookstore once, and I hated really? it, so it doesn't always work out. Yeah, I got, uh, remember Borders before uh, it became Books a Million? Border, yeah, yeah, Borders. Borders, sure. yeah. We had one in Concord. I was living in Concord, and I got, uh-huh. uh, I'd, I'd been laid off from the job I had working for FYE, and uh, but I, I was okay, but I just needed something part-time, so I went to work at Borders. I thought, you know, because I love books, and... I used to, back when I actually had like free time, I, I could kill hours and hours in a bookstore, uh-huh. but I, I got a job there and I hated it. I, I just, I, the t- I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, time would crawl oh, really? in that place. <laughs> and I just hated it. I needed something faster paced. Sure. I thought, oh, this will be fun. I love books. I didn't love it at all. No. <laughs> yeah. It sounds cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like being a bartender, like being a bartender sounds cool. The brief period of my life where I was a bartender. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it just wasn't my cup of tea. I wasn't meant. To, I wasn't meant to be on that side of the bar. It was. Yeah. You know, it wasn't glamorous. I thought it was like, oh, it's cool. I. You know, oh, like the movie served, Cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I quite, <laughs> it wasn't quite that level. It was yeah. a very tiny place, but yeah. I had the opportunity. Like, yeah, I'll pour beers and make a couple of drinks. And yeah. Had an opportunity to do it. This will be great, and uh, it wasn't very glamorous to me. I yeah. Like yeah, I know you can make a lot of money attending bar, but uh, you know, but if you don't enjoy it, then but it's a, it's a job, you know, you get to yeah. work work really hard at it. Oh yeah, and the good ones are are evident, you know. Yeah, I wasn't one of them. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Nemi says in the chat. I think this is uh, in regard to what I was saying about working at the bookstore. Mm. It's the obligation of being there. Opting to be there is one thing. Uh, once you have to be there, it's an obligation, not an enjoyable choice. Yeah, that's true. I, th- I think she's right. That's probably what it was. Yep. Time would crawl by. It sounds cool, though. I work at a bookstore. Right. It sounds cool. It sounds cool. <laughs> but, you know, just a four-hour part-time shift right. would feel like a 12-hour day. It was strange. Yep. 
like a lifeguard, right? Sounds cool, but maybe sitting in a chair right. for, for 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hoping that nothing does happen. You're, exactly. You're actually hoping there's trying no excitement. Trying to stay excitement. awake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to stay awake. <laughs> right. <laughs> stay off your cell phone. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, before we go on to the next yep. thing, I'll just give the number 603-250-6007. If you'd like to chime in today on the program, 603-250-6007. And this is our Tweakonomics segment with Mr. Mike Sutterth or Dr. Sutterth, as uh, some call you. That's right. Or Dr. Sutter. Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike. <laughs> Dr. Teeth. See, you don't need that certification to sell cheese. You're already a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Be a cheese doctor. I am graduate educated, just not in the area of cheese or medicine, certainly. Yeah, everyone puffs up their resume, though. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Aim high. Who's going to question? Aim for the stars and land in the clouds. <laughs> we always tell them <laughs> when writing your resume. Aim for the sky, land in the cheese. <laughs> there See, you go. That actually sounds fun. I like it. Yeah. One of the terrible things about COVID, since we're going to talk about cheese for a second, um, the the Vermont Vermont Cheese Festival happens every August, and it's been gone for two years. It's a real bummer. Oh. But it's a, like a festival they have. Like, it's a cheese festival. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, a, you know, rock bands and stuff like that, but it's a big two-day affair. Oh. Um, yeah, and I'm really bummed I haven't been able to go the last two years. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. This year, for sure. So this year, they're having it, or have they have they made an announcement that they're if, definitely... If you wear a hazmat suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a bubble. Jeez, hopefully, it's August. <laughs> hopefully, by then, we're over this. Yeah, oh, I hope so. God. Yeah, on a serious note, absolutely. I hope so, too. Yeah. Two years has been enough. Yes. <laughs> I think we're ready to move on to the next crisis. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that may be. Yeah. This yeah. one was no fun at all. No. <laughs> no fun. Definitely not. Nobody uh. got rich. Well, that's a whole other show. Did anybody get rich off of this? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the pharmaceutical companies, obviously, although it's hard to begrudge them uh, that at, uh, at this moment. But uh, uh-huh. no, but there's been, uh, yeah, there's a lot of folks got, got rich. I mean, you know, more more and more people uh, used Amazon than ever before. So uh, Jeff Bezos got even richer. Yes. Shocking, actually. Yes. Has the concentration of wealth uh, at the top uh, continued. So, yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, I remember when I was younger, uh, you know, like I'd hear people say the rich get richer, the poor gets poorer. And growing up, I always thought that was something people said when they're trying to like, they're having a conversation about politics or the economy and they're, they're trying to figure out a way to sort of cap off the discussion. So one of them just says, ah, what are you going to do? The rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And I always thought, Oh, that's just something people say. And it's a way of sort of wrapping up the discussion. And uh, then I grew up and realized, Oh no, that literally is true. Yeah, I mean, not to simpl- oversimplify it, but it, it takes money to make money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, oh, of course, to, yeah. I mean, we can all, if we're lucky, you know, pay our bills and keep our noses above, above water, but there becomes a completely different league that, you know, to make big money very often you have or have exposure to or are lucky enough to have a lot of money to begin with. Yeah. And it gener- it generates something that somebody, you know, who's... Dollar to dollar, dime to dime, like can't do. Yeah. But that's capitalism, you know, love it or leave it, I guess. But... Yeah, Midas says nothing makes money faster than money. Amen. Mm. <laughs> Let it work harder than you do. You know, that was kind of the idea when 
I was a kid down looking up is, okay, when I grow up, I'm going to have to make enough money that it works mm-hmm. as hard as I do. Yeah. How do we do that? I, I've never figured that out. <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking. Well, there's still time. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, I have plenty of time left, I hope. In my golden years, I'll figure it out. Yes. When I'm bagging groceries at the Hannaford's. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you see some of that. Yep. <laughs> hey, I get free insurance there, you know. Well, over, maybe over maybe, 65. Maybe they'll put you in the cheese department. See, I like it. Mm-hmm. Always thinking. That's right. Next, can I help you? <laughs> I'm not cutting meat. I'm just doing cheese. Sure, Mike. <laughs> so I wanted to say this before we run out of time. Is um, yes, I thought it was interesting. Um, and I think I mentioned, I alluded to earlier the uh, indices, the Dow Jones and um, whatnot, the futures that had gone up and down. All three, uh, the Standard & Poor's, NASDAQ, and the Dow Jones, all went up, um, in some cases, half a percentage. Um, but they're all increasing. It's really actually great news. The technology sector is expected to like probably get to around 13 or more percent um, on the what NASDAQ, I guess. Um, but it's going to hit like 5,300 by March or something like this. And I know this is like boring statistics, but they're really like, they're looking forward. Like they're not mm. pessimistic. You right, know, it's right. Cause we know, you know, you hear inflation and overheated economy and that is, you know, dangerous stuff. Um, but like the, the companies are making money, you know, mm-hmm. like our yeah. gross domestic product, what we produce and what, you know, how, how we're making money, you know, residually, if not personally, um, Things are humming along pretty cool. And it, it does stink that, you know, with the price of gas and uh, bottleneck and supply chain and all this other stuff. But if, if you're uh, an investor, and, I, and here again, it's, uh, it, 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 it takes money to make money. Um, but if you're in the market, just the standard, uh, standard and poor is just, uh, really projected to do pretty darn well for the next quarter. Yeah. Um, and amid all this other doom and gloom, I just like, hey, we got to look at some, like, give me some good news, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's real. Uh, you know, when they say unemployment numbers, all that stuff is so askew from people who have quit and not reported and all this. Mm-hmm. You know, they said um, unemployment uh, or the labor rate or whatever was like great news. It's mm-hmm. not really great news. It's kind of a mess. But um, the stock market numbers, to me, are a little bit firmer indication of where we're going. And, you know, that type of optimism... Uh, I'm the first guy to make fun of our president, pardon me, but, you know, at least during his tenure here, the stock market's doing pretty darn good. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. him, him wandering into the bushes in the garden, like, I, you know, <laughs> easy for me to, to laugh at, but, you know, hey, whatever you're doing to the markets, let's, I guess, keep it in the short term here doing well. Well, are you surprised by the, uh, I, I may have asked you this before, but hmm. are you surprised by just the... Um, because I think a lot of economists are, the elasticity of this economy. So in other words, well said. you know, I didn't know what was going to happen, and I don't think most people knew, but I, I think that there was a general feeling mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of this <laughs> pandemic that, yeah, we're going to, you know, so we're going to do the, you know, it's supposed to be 15 days to slow the spread, and obviously, you know, the, the pandemic has continued to drag things down. And I think, but I, I think there was a much more pessimistic expectation just broadly that, you know, okay, we have to do this because, you know, we have a, a you know, a, a, a once in a hundred year uh, pandemic to deal with. So yeah, we're going to have to intentionally wreck things 
we don't have a choice. And then we're just going to have to struggle through putting it back together. And it's, it's going to be, you know, it might be worse than the great recession. It might be worse than the depression. Mm -hmm. Um, so everybody, you know, we got to kind of gird ourselves for this. And instead, um, in, in many, many ways, it's snapped. I mean, we're still going through the pandemic yes, and it's still causing a lot of problems. And, and it, it seems to be the source of a lot of the staffing issues too, but uh, so many people now testing positive for COVID and then they got to staff for five days and all, all, all kinds of things. And yet though, in the broad sense, like you said, there's a lot of optimism in the markets and so forth in a broader sense. I think this economy is far more elastic and has the ability to yeah. snap back better than better than I remember anybody predicting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that at the beginning of this whole thing everybody was doom and gloom, but there but I think there was a sort of maudlin sense of this is going to be rough, you yes. know, and if you were on the optimistic optimistic end of things, you yeah. might say, well it's not going to be that rough. But I don't think anyone really thought that the economy would be as elastic as it is. Yeah. Well, there's always, uh, you like to think opportunity. Um, you know, if you're a mom and pop and you got hit hard by the pandemic for two years, yeah, you probably went out of business. Um, in, in a good economy, you know, um, sole proprietorships operate in like the 10%, 15% being successful yeah. in any economy. Yeah. But if you got knocked out by that, you have a, you hopefully have an opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to become a computer programmer or I'm going to be a pilot or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This, when you say elastic and that's a fantastic word for it is that the ability to have another option to get an income, Mm -hmm. you know, at least to keep things to zero. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. You know, it's one thing if you are a, you know, CEO making high six figures and you lose that, that's different than the bulk of you demographic of the States is, you know, most of us are, you know, if I had to, I could do something else. Mm -hmm. I may not want to, but I'm lucky to do what I do because I kind of like it. You know, there's always an opportunity for for us to bounce back. And, you know, it's pretty cool to watch that go on and just think how much the economy changed. And I'm not talking in a good way or a bad way from Trump to Biden, you know, just look how the economy is so elastic, like you say, you know, Mm -hmm. things change and you go from you go from oil and gas production and it, it gets stopped like right away and now we do something else and you know good better and different it's kind of cool to watch that it happen so quickly you mm-hmm. know yeah um it's cool and when they start breaking stuff up things you know with the airlines and canceling uh flights which is a different conversation but you know they've been canceling what 1500 flights a oh, day it's, or it's some, something in, crazy it's incredible yeah the economic ripple of that my point is is what's really going to like that's live or die stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't think the government is ever going to say, well, like we have to bail out the airlines because of this. I don't. They don't have the money to do it. Well, they've done it before, though, right? They have. Yeah. <laughs> and banks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Oh, but yeah. I, I don't. You know, I don't know that the government's in a position to yeah. do something like that again. Yeah. True. After what we just spent, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and what we're spending, which again, good, bad, or indifferent, it's just interesting to see. Yeah. Um, the poor airline industry, my point is, like, they've got to be hanging by a thread. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're only, you know, short-term um, to get their hands around it is their own inflation, you know? Mm-hmm. A flight to Rome that used to be 1100 bucks, now it's 1900 bucks. Mm-hmm. you know? It has to be. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not making money, you know? These are our expenses, and yeah, that's global inflation, but... 
I promised I wouldn't talk about inflation. Yeah, that's all right. Hmm. It's on everyone's mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're almost out of time, but uh, right. do you have uh, do you have shows coming up? I, I know you have at least one, right? Coming up is uh, Grant Lampton. Yes, um, at the Shaskeen on Elm Street, um, January eighteenth at nine p.m. I'll be in the front room there. If you'll come down and listen to me, I'll sing to you. I was uh, in the back room last night with Scotty Cloutier. Shout out, shout out to Scotty Cloutier and uh, Fredo. I saw Fredo oh, last night. Very good. Yeah, uh, uh, we all played together. And oh, excellent! Um, it was Scotty's uh, open mic, and we had a good time. Yeah, but I'll be there on the 18th. It's a Tuesday. Very good. At, uh, very 9 good. P- 9 p.m. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, we will uh, begin to wrap up, but uh, Mike, thank you so much. My pleasure, man. And uh, absolutely. Thank you, everyone who joined us uh, today. And if you missed any part of today's show, it will be up in just a little bit at WMNHradio.org and at my website, MattConnerton.com. And uh, everybody, try to stay warm. It sounds like this cold snap is going to be with us uh, for a bit. And I don't know if uh, locally, I don't know if there's school tomorrow or not. They, they canceled school today. They in, canceled in or a two-hour delay? I thought it was canceled. Oh. Um, something, right? Yeah, I yeah. I have no idea if that uh, if that continues uh, or not. But I don't mm-hmm. remember. Um, you ever do that before? Cancel school for cold weather? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> not around like, here, not since I've been in New Hampshire. Yeah, like it's yeah. New Hampshire. It's cold. <laughs> but it might be a combination of two. I mean, there there are school systems around the country where COVID is so out of control that, like yeah. in Chicago, sure. Oh, they're having <laughs> an awful time. So. Uh, so it might be a combination of, uh, well, we've got a lot of teachers out anyway. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't looked at it closely enough locally here, but but I know there was, uh, they did something today where they had to, uh, I don't know. I, I, just, I don't know if that continues tomorrow or not, but I, I guess at this point, you know, with the pandemic, uh, parents are kind of used to keeping their kids home maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. no. well, we'll get through it. All right, but uh, so that's going to do it for us for now. Uh, Mike, thank you again. My pleasure. And uh, Great talking to you. You too. We'll talk at you all a little bit later. Bye, everybody. Ciao. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. The steak, egg, and cheese bagel is back at McDonald's. Order ahead on the app and pick up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.